Hey, man, was that good for you? Oh. Oh. This is my hemorrhoid playing up. Oh. <laughs> Your first. Yes. Your first hemorrhoid. Yes. I turned 40 this year, so now it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you feeling a bit that way? You're actually old now, sitting down doing a podcast. Exactly, yes. All right, good. I was just easing myself over here, make sure we're all being recorded. It's an interesting time. It is the end of, well, no, it'll be November. By the time you guys yeah. get to listen to this, it's November. We have not released a podcast all of October because obviously Lazy you're aware buggers. that we oh, recorded no. at... Uh, South Coast Summit. Yeah. Number 100. 100 was fun, wasn't it? It was lots of fun. Yes. Yeah, I've been Definitely. looking forward to it for a while and that great theme tune. Mm-hmm. So that was neat. And here we are. It's like doing the first one again. <laughs> We've reset. 101, mm. except we're now old enough to have hemorrhoids. Yes. 101. Oh this is a secret, Moran, because you'll get there one day. It's not about having the hemorrhoids. It's about having them removed at some point in the future. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> something okay. to look forward yes. to. Yes. <clears throat> Actually, here's something to look forward to. We've got a great 16-year-old whiskey to taste at the end of this podcast. Yes. And it's only sure. been stuck in my cupboard here in For the a house. year and a half. <laughs> yeah, something, <laughs> something like that. Like that. Moraine came armed with three bottles of Tom and Toll. Mm-hmm. Did I pronounce it right? I think so. Fine, from the space side. I said, hey, look, it would be good if we, one podcast, look, I've got a um, an eight-year-old, a, ten, a ten ten year year old, 16, 16, and a 25. 25-year-old. And so small we th- let's do a comparison. Yeah. yeah, they're all small bottles. And so we're going to take the middle one today. Yes. And see where we go with it. Yeah. So that'll be neat. That be is going to be interesting, but because the tumming tools that I've had are... Peculiar. Peculiar. Yes. I have had one, but I can't remember it. No, I've got one that tastes like goat cheese. That's right. I do remember that. Yes. So I'm curious about this one. All right. And we haven't tasted it yet. We haven't even opened the bottle. So there you go. So the title of this podcast has been around for a while. Yes. And dare I say, it's the best title that we've had in (laughs) 101 episodes. Do you want to quote the title? It is called... The F in Adkar. Or just F in Adkar. F in Adkar. F in Adkar. Yeah, so we're going to explain where that's come from. If you was... uh, It's one of our um, uh, workshops days Mm -hmm. um, then almost certainly you would have heard about this because we do talk about that workshop. If you want to come to that workshop, Moraine's going to tell you now where you can meet us in person and at the end of the workshop, join us for a drink or two. Celebratory drink. Celebratory. No, isn't that when you don't have sex? Oh, (laughs) I think that's pronounced something different. But anyway, okay, we can't guarantee sex, but we can have a whiskey. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right, good. Anyway, but that's going to be at Las Vegas. Las Vegas, baby. So if you happen to be in Las Vegas around the time of the 5th. Well, actually, let's be more simple. If you're you're attending the M365 conference at the Big Green Casino, the MGM Grand. Exactly. um, And then we are booking the workshop. We are doing it on the 9th of December. 9th, yes. 
9th of December. Yeah. So if you want to catch that, you can. And I'm guessing Summers 50 or Dolby 50. Yeah. Let's stick with the Dolby one. We're going to split you it up. Get you a discount code for Yeah, that'll get you $50 off, which will be more than enough to come and join us for a closing whiskey at the end of that uh, workshop. Exactly. The most important thing about that workshop is our fabulous adoption and change model mm -hmm. that we will go through. But more importantly, this workshop is all about the practical sides of adoption and change. Yeah. And of course, it's based upon our Barcelona tapes, which yeah. you guys have already listened to. So, yeah. All right. F in Adkar. F in Adkar. Yes. Anything else we need to sell them? Let's have a think. Uh, you are speaking at... M365 Chicago in 15th of November, I think, around practical teams meetings. Okay. And after that, I'm off to ESPC. ESPC. Where I will be drinking all week. I mean, presenting all week on a... Uh, the topic of making your lists and libraries look beautiful with some yes. conditional formatting, which I will also do in Las Vegas. So if you can't catch me at ESPC, make sure that you're there in my session at nice. Las Vegas. I will be there. I will be on the back row going, Marine, Marine, you know, in true American style. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, it okay. seems like a long time since we've done this. Yes. So, let's start to talk about, um, what did you say we were going to be an informative podcast? We are not an, not an informative podcast. Oh, yeah, yet. we said earlier when we were running through some notes, yeah, because we were being sarcastic about the fact that we are, we're going to give you things that can go wrong and how to be bad. We're going to give you a list of things that you have to do to be successful if it fails the first time round. Yeah. We'll so, give you some ideas. Yep. So right. we are not going to be an informative podcast. We're going to teach you to be bad. Not there. Not there. Not there. <laughs> but let's talk about the good stuff. All right. Yes. So we all know what Adcar is. And here we are doing a Microsoft 365 podcast talking about change yet again. For the fourth or fifth time, I think. Yeah, lots In of times. 101 episodes. And that probably mm -hmm. tells you guys, because we spend all our time working in Microsoft 365, how important this change stuff is. Yeah. And measuring your success. So just, you know, don't think that we're changing and becoming change managers, because those are very special people. Um, <laughs> but uh, we are still our good old-fashioned Microsoft 365 consultants, bringing collaboration to the world and all that kind of stuff. Your friendly but, neighborhood M365 professional. Professional, yes. <laughs> mm, on any street corner near you. Mm -hmm. All, all right. right. Okay, so we, we got the basics, all right? Yeah. So we got ADCAR, which we know about. So A is for awareness, D is for desire, K is for knowledge, knowledge. A is for Moraine smiling at me because I can never remember now. <laughs> Damn. Ability. Thank you. Ability. Yes, the testing bit. And re, of course, is for reiteration. And uh, we're gonna, we go been through all of those details in some areas. But here's the question. And I'm going to throw it at Moraine because I seem to be in a talking mood and he's arrived so tired today. He's not at all enthusiastic. No, I, I am very, 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 very enthusiastic. Very, very yes. is, what if it goes wrong and what can go wrong with your change program? 
typically everything 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 can go wrong it just doesn't work nobody well, listens that's that's the easy thing because microsoft will make sure it works you're Kinda. talking about the product yeah yeah okay but we're talking so, about the change no, i know yeah change, so yeah. everything everything can can go wrong so what if we take a look at it from all the five different phases so okay. let's start with a awareness uh, so in awareness, what you normally do is you create your communication plan and you inform everyone that a new thing is coming or that a change is coming. That's what you do. Yeah, so um, we, we basically have a, a great model here. And the first thing on our model is to identify the scope of change. So that you will have decided with a, a number of people on your project. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you'll build your awareness program around making people aware that this is going to change for the better and exactly. this is what our scope is. Yeah. So what can go wrong with that? What can go wrong? Well, it's there. you've got communication. So that means you've got a sender, you've got a receiver, you've got a message traveling through a medium. All those things can go wrong. Oh, wow, you sound like all Faraday setting things. up his first radio program here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but all those things can go wrong. I mean... Me as a sender might not be credible. Actually, I can give you a perfect example. I sent an email, one of my first awareness emails on a project once, and um, basically, there, even though it was sent internally to internal people, people thought it was part of the security testing messages. <laughs> so they all kind of reported it to whatever security yeah. program was on because yeah, I was trying to be clever and it wasn't in the right format and oh, it was no. really beautifully you got images on it and they decided that it was a, a phishing email that must be <laughs> one of those fishy <laughs> things oh boy yeah. there's something fishy around this email yeah. it says we've got to change project on Microsoft 365 can't be right I would have known about it yeah <sighs> yeah so yeah you're right it can go wrong <laughs> so <laughs> it is in your case the message uh, and the channel and the sender that were all wrong, not credible, or yeah, yeah. exactly. No, I like that better yeah. description. They weren't credible, yeah. not in people's eyes anyway, because mm -hmm. it was a great message. It was a fabulously laid of course, but email, it was but. not what they were accustomed to. There was was not what Correct. they were expecting, and and also, I mean, it's worth mentioning because this came across on one of my other customers as well quite recently. So you get a lot of these programs. You sign up for these email junk email programs where they test yeah your organization mm -hmm. so everybody gets an email well actually everybody gets about two thousand emails and of course they're all close to being real but you need yeah. to go through and test whether it was junk email or not and i do remember uh, one of my clients about two weeks ago they went look at this no a lie I got the email. So I got it on my account that I was using to test. Okay. And it just looked like somebody would shared a file from OneDrive. Okay. It was all laid out exactly the same way, except that, you know, I mean, we've been doing this a long time. So you kind of look at these things and get suspicious of them. But there was something not quite right with it. And sure enough, when I hovered over the, the link. link, it was telling me it was going to take me to this test phishing site thing. But the point is that I kind of replied and forwarded it to the security guy and went, you know, I'm trying to build up the credibility 
of sharing of content. <laughs> and you, in one easy moment, have actually made people nervous of clicking on these links. Undermined my authority. Yeah, undermined yeah. my program. So we've undermined my awareness. Yeah. That's an outside factor. It's something that we can't deal with. So it's out of our control. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. So... Yeah, basically, we can get our audience wrong. We can yeah. kind of put messages in to, to the wrong personas, you know, to the wrong... We so could put posters on the wall and then everyone's working from home. Absolutely. Yeah. So things like that can all go wrong. So no. that those are all big fuck-ups, yeah. Yep. Uh, you also need to think about your personas here because you're going to yep. have different messages to the personas. So if you haven't broke it down and you've given everybody the same message, yep. so they aren't really aware of it. Now you can work from anywhere you want. Yeah, but I'm just sitting in my at my desk from 9 to 5, from Monday to Friday. So I don't need to work from everywhere I want. No. So that message does not resonate at all yeah that would be more on the desire side yeah where maybe, the desire yeah. is going True. wrong but i yeah. get it but I, yeah. I do understand so yeah. you know there are many ways that setting up awareness uh, could well be wrong yeah that's fine and we're going to get on some fixes and stuff later because we need to work out where the f in ad car is so we haven't quite got there yet but we'll get there eventually i promise but we wanted to set the scene and basically just to remind you of the pain that you've been through when you've done something wrong in this this whole change stuff and it just has not worked. And trust me, it's so freaking easy to do because from where we are, we think, no, that's perfect message. That The wording of that is great. Absolutely, everybody will understand what OneDrive is. You know, of course they know because you're doing it from your own perspective. Of course, you then try and send it out there and everybody goes, uh. I think I've said before, on another podcast, I got an email recently from somebody that said, why are you sending me these emails? Exactly, yeah. All mm -hmm. right, you know, stop sending me these yeah. emails. I get way too many emails. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you think, ugh. So. Yeah. So that's the awareness side. So there's some of the things that can go wrong um, for awareness. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you are doing it properly, you've probably become aware that you are failing in awareness. So you'll do some testing and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But let's assume that Learn you're just more in our on. workshop. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> just nine ninety nine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then we go to our desire stage. Yeah. So so this is where D, we're getting more specific, aren't we? Yeah. D for don't care. D you for said don't care. D for disaster. It's what you said earlier. I love that as well. Um, but yeah, it's where we set the desire of the people to want to have this change. Yeah. Oh, I need to have this new program. I need to watch that Top Gun 2 movie. That desire, we need to drive that and we can fuck that up as well. Just the same as people can screw up the, you know, advertising for a movie. Yeah. An absolutely superb film. Mm -hmm. All right, but of course the posters are not right. They cut they cut the trailer wrong. Yeah, you know they um, I don't know they don't bring out the right characters mm -hmm. because they're bringing out the stars. But really, it's a film where you know the supporting actors 
are the people that make the movie. Or they just show everything in the trailer. So yes. you already go like, nah, I've seen all. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the, f- from that perspective, it could fail. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get your key messages wrong. Like you say, people are working from home. So yeah. and you do a big desire campaign on being able to get to your data from your mobile, mobile phone. And actually, to be fair, just to let people know, of course, it's more important when you're working from home that you get your data from your mobile phone. Because you've got the doctor's visits, all the shopping to do in the daytime, you know, visits yeah. to the gym, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, because you're never actually working from home. No. You know, you're always you're out and about. not in the office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the desire is all, about, is all about values. What do you think is important and how can we use that to make you want this change? Yeah, I mean, and you get those values by talking to the personas in the organization, Mm -hmm. don't you? So you talk to people that are working, people that are in place, and you find out what those values are. But then you don't listen, or you talk to the wrong people, or you haven't really understood the business. And then you end up basing your desire on the wrong values. Yeah, And so people might try it, but then they don't get the value from it. So then they go, I'm going to go back to the old way of doing Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. So that also can happen as well. Yeah. And then they and then it's that much more difficult to try and get them to do it second time round. Oh yeah, because then you're not credible anymore. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm. All right. That's that sometimes it might be easier because then they will go, "Yeah, but you've already explained it to me or you've already tried to sell it to me." the first time so now you're trying to sell it again so there must be something i'm missing so they get a little fomo if the you FOMO. did it do it the, the next time so they they might go like yeah but you're you're still trying to sell me this product so what am i missing that is so brilliant about this product okay hmm. you know how old you are yes very fomo is not really in your agenda anymore let's be fair you're over 40 now <laughs> you, you can't use the words FOMO. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay. Calm, no, okay. I get it. I get it. I can't use like the hip, trendy, nope, millennial. Absolutely not. Gen Z. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so. okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but the yes. Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. FOMO. Yeah. I can't even remember it's like car. crypto. We've been talking about it for a year. So what do you expect me to do with FOMO? No, but it's it's like crypto. Everybody was being uh, was talking about crypto and everybody was getting so rich out of crypto. So in the end, yeah, okay, I'll also buy some crypto stuff and then everything plummets down and it's all <laughs> worth zero. We've euros. had this conversation about how much money I've lost on crypto. I think I'm down sixty dollars now. But <laughs> but I had a, a notification come through that said, "Hey, this crypto is now zero euros." I thought, "Oh, I'll buy some of those." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. One million, yeah, please. I love a million of those. Yeah. So I actually looked at it, and it was down at naught point naught naught. Four six euro cents. Oh, that's that's so expensive. I know, but I was kind of thinking I could buy a hundred of these for for four euros. So yeah, of course, I'm going to buy a thousand yeah. of them. But then what? <laughs> well, I don't know. I I honestly thought they're bound to make money. <laughs> they can't go any lower, can they? I mean, yes, they can. No, no seriously. Yes, so can. how low? Hours? What's the cheapest? I know you get into oh, this. So no, I'm I've, I've got something that's really like zero dot zero 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 
one two or something. Really? <laughs> yes. And how much did that cost you out of interest? I don't know. I think I bought twenty euros of like a few billion of these things. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a billionaire in if you measure it by that crypto coin. <laughs> So I'm a yeah. crypto, crypto billionaire. Yeah, exactly. I have a billion cryptos. Yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. So you <laughs> found them at that price and you bought them on the basis that they might suddenly... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. But I have to say, you could buy 20 books worth and just forget them and see what happens, can't you? Yeah, exactly. That's anyway, true. anyway, yeah. sorry. I know you yeah. get into that. But I saw this thing and thought, oh, yeah, I'll buy some of those. They're zero, zero, zero. When I clicked on the link, they were zero, zero, zero for whatever. Yeah. All right, knowledge. Yes. So Third phase, uh, after awareness, after desire, we come to knowledge. That's where we do the big training uh, part for everyone. Yeah, and so we're, we're trying to drive that desire by setting up training courses. And and th this is why it gets worse, because training courses take a while to create. Mm -hmm. If it's a, a one-hour session, you've got eight hours of preparation, you've already decided the subject matter before those, based upon what you're going to try and tell people or what you think their desires are. You'll pay to have some e-learning courses built, you'll do some video stuff, you, you have a whole bunch of stuff prepared, but if your desire is wrong... Your knowledge is wrong. Yeah. So in in some ways, you're you're here and you've committed expenditure and change. What will happen is that people will not show up at your training session. I've had that before. I had to cancel yeah. one today. Yeah. I had that as well. Yeah, but I'm quite good at the moment because I must say I have now tripled my attendees at my uh, knowledge courses. But so you've I got three people instead of one. <laughs> no, sorry, yeah, sorry. Kind of. um, but uh, I redid some uh, some audience work. So mm -hmm. over the summer period, we kind of thought we weren't getting quite there, and we're about to redo some desire stuff. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. and then of course we got the F in ad car. Mm -hmm. And so we've now implemented the F in ad car. Oh, nice. So we'll get onto that later and yes. quote that example. So, yes. um, yeah, so that's neat. So, But you're right. So around the knowledge, digital literacy could easily be wrong. You've yep. got them they're too simple or they're too complicated, mm -hmm. but you haven't judged the audience right. Yeah. So the that's Scenarios might one. be wrong. You might be explaining way too many features. Well, they would just be using like two or three. Yeah, I mean, OneDrive, isn't it? It's so simple. Yeah. But then you get, what's OneDrive? Because mm -hmm. if you failed in your awareness and your desire for setting up a personal drive and you go, it's called OneDrive, they go, yep. what's OneDrive? Exactly. Oh. I wonder if we've got people that are sitting there going, you've been looking at my project, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we it, have. It, some advice for you people. It will get better. Okay, <laughs> it will get better. And uh, yeah, we, we will talk about that in a moment or two. We should actually move on. It's already 25 minutes. Ooh, in, whoops. Okay. That's all right. Okay, so okay. A then for? The ability. That's actually when we check if you have learned what you need to do and that you can actually do it in real life. So If when you are desiring and you yeah. have the knowledge about the change that you are making exactly. people aware of. So we've been training you, and now you're back at your desk, and now you need to share a file in your email instead of adding it as an attachment. Are you capable of doing this? So that is the big check if everything you've been doing so far has actually worked. 
Yeah, so this is it's it won't be the first impression you get, or it shouldn't be the first impression you get that you've taken a wrong turn somewhere, but it's going to be the definitive moment. Yeah, it's the moment where you take the cake out of the oven. Correct. The souffle, yeah. whether it's collapsed exactly. or whether it's yes. standing up on its own like my yeah. cake. <laughs> Ball, water bottle. Water bottle, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but it is, yes. So this this point where people have changed, they are using the tools. And there's so many ways of knowing it, of course. You've got a lot of statistics you can pull from from the tenant itself, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, you know, you you can actually see things that are, are changing. Yeah. But if you don't see them, you're thinking, okay, why am I not? seeing this why are people not creating team sites why are why is my email messages not gone down yeah you know so yeah you can you can check with the with the line managers or the team leaders like are they doing this change have they been doing this why what's going wrong Mm mm-hmm yeah, absolutely. Yep. But then again, you can be saved, of course, because now you get to do the R for reiterate, to remind Reinforce everybody. or, yeah. Reinforce. Same, yeah, same, whatever. Same thing. Thank you. Same thing. For saving my memory there. All right. Yeah, so basically we're going to tell them again. The real problem we have here is that if it's not worked at A and you just do the same thing again, it's not going to work the second time around. No. So when you get to the reinforcement, if you are not as successful as you want to be, you need to do something different. You need to do something. Else. Didn't it, wasn't that one of those Albert Einstein quotes? Like, if you've done this the same thing and you expect a different result, you're kind of an idiot or something. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. 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 No, the definition of idiot: doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Something like yes, yep, I get exactly. It. But yeah. you're not. It's true. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you say, well, maybe people didn't hear my message last time or I didn't send the right I'll shout email louder. Or sh- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I would just say it twice. It's a bit like, uh, like you know, you go to a foreign country as an English person and you go, I want a cup of coffee, please. So now you go, coffee, I want a cup of coffee, please. Um, assuming that by shouting, you know, that person that speaks not a word of English uh, will yeah. now understand it. Mm-hmm. But yes, so there you go. That's where your ad car. And obviously we're aware, along with everybody else, that there may be failures early on in the process. But the bottom mm-hmm. line is it hasn't worked. So you've got to kind of do something again, which basically means going back to the beginning. But, of course, you need to try and make some adjustments. Mm-hmm. So we're going to tell you about F in ad car. Yes. All right. What is... What is the F in Adcar and where is the F in Adcar? Yeah, so we obviously have to fix our problem and that's not the F we have in mind. No, it's not that we fucked up. No. That's not the F as well. No. Um, the answer is force, where you force people to do it. All right. Mm-hmm. Or it could be fucking do it. All right. Yeah. I mean, that might yeah. be the other F in Adcar. Mm-hmm. Now Are I have to check bleep the box. All these don't words I? Out? I don't know. Everybody else is already thinking it's this yeah. already, isn't it? So, but no, in our mind, we, we want to force people into doing something because, quite frankly, if you've told them once and you've shown them twice and you've tried to identify the value that is going to give them to them, regardless of mistakes you've made, all right, people are not dumb. Well, we hope they're not dumb, but sometimes mm. they need a helping hand. 
And that, on their face. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, will you? Told you to send it by OneDrive. <laughs> Why are you at an attachment? Yeah, this hand comes out the screen and goes, you know, don't know. Might not work. <laughs> I, might, I might work on that next week, see whether I can find a little monitor that... Uh, Anyway, all right, sorry. Anyway, yes. But, so there are times uh, where we want to put the force in. So we think it should be ad kafar. Mm-hmm. All right, now at this point, this is where I need to do a shout out to Mr. Cool, all right? John Cool, my friend, my boss, the person I'm working with, we sat and had this conversation about three or four weeks ago where we talked about the fact that you have to force people to do things. and And I went, that is brilliant. Yes. So we have to put the F in ad car. And he actually said, so where does F fit in your ad car? I went, F in ad car. That is the title for a podcast, if I've ever heard one. So I'm going to make that a podcast. But I have to, at this point, say that it was not my original idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got, kicked us off, and it was started. Yeah. So, John, I hope this is up to your standards, my friend. And, of course, you've probably been sitting here for about 20 minutes, 25 minutes going, when are they going to mention my name? When am I getting the credit for this? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So when, how do we this, this thing where we force people in? So obviously you're going to readjust your awareness and your desire and your knowledge, okay? Yeah, because we've done the first iteration of Atkar and it didn't work, so now we're going on a second round where we change things. Yeah. Because you're not going to need to, you can't be that far wrong, can we, surely? So we're going to tweak them. We're going to reiterate the message with a slightly different handle on it in terms of our awareness. We may choose different channels. So if people weren't reading emails, you may try and use the company magazine. Mm -hmm. You might want to mail things to, you might want to put a banner on the side. There's a a few things that that you can do there. Mm -hmm. But you get to the point where you've made them aware, you've got the desire realigned. You've got the knowledge, but they don't really trust you anymore because you got it wrong the first time around and you've now spent 18 months rabbiting on about this and you're still rabbiting on about it. Yeah. And so you need to drop in the F for force them. Yeah. And I think there's cool ways of doing this. So um, basically tell them that a service is going to be removed on a certain date. Yeah, exactly. Like... Skype for business or the old age drive or the whatever. Yeah. Yep. Something is going You're to be gonna made Going to turn it now. off. Yeah. I mean, it will cause issues. Yeah. yeah. You know, give them three or four weeks notice mm-hmm. and, you know, have a nice friendly message. Listen, you dickhead. We've told you, we've asked you, we've persuaded you to move and you're still not moving. So now we're going to have to make you. Yes. I like that. We we will make you. We will change. make you move. We will make you change. And I think we've got a few ideas here. Yeah. So, um, so we talked about removing icons. So, for example, we wanted people to move to MS Teams, but mm-hmm. we've still got Skype for Business in there. Are you doing Teams calling? You need to move them across. So you do things like remove the icons from Outlook, so they can't yep. create new items from new meeting items from Outlook. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's something that you may do. Uh, you may enable domain-only synchronization because people are 
you know, synchronizing on their own laptops and all that kind of stuff. And so you're going to restrict what they can do because you only want them to do things in a certain way when they've just been doing whatever they want without listening to you. Yeah. Um, we will automatically open up Teams full screen and we will not open Outlook. Yes, exactly. By default. By default. Yeah, when you start up. Yeah. We, you might have to get slightly worse than that. If people are still not going from this, we could do the reverse praise list. Yes. Who fucked up most? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. We could, yeah, yeah. But we could, we could actually have the, you know, the shame list, you know? Oh, yeah. Wanted user who will not stop attaching files to his email. Yes. Add a sticker on his company car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or like instead of that, that person can drive that fancy BMW back home. We give him an old rusty little can with a big sticker says, I did, I, I attached an, uh, I attached an, an attachment instead of uh, sharing a link. Or yes. Something like that. In big. Your punishment is to have a poster on the side of your car. I don't know how to share a file in Outlook. Something like that. Yes. I bet nice. that is super effective. I bet it is as well. Yeah. Especially, you could do what they do on Top Gear, you know? If they fail to drive their car across some desert, they have to ride a bike bike for 100 kilometers. Or they're yeah. given a, a little Japanese runaround to yeah, drive exactly. in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we yeah. name and shame them. Yes, yeah, we could have a reverse praise list. Because let's be fair, if the praise list isn't working, so, you know, if the, hey, look, these are the people that are sharing most files on their OneDrive, cool, guys, you get a prize. If you actually end up with the, this guy refuses to listen to good advice list, mm -hmm. then that would go down really well. Yeah. People would love you for it. Last one is a rotten tomato. Yes, that's mm -hmm. quite a cool idea. What about... Um, um tracking these people so how do we know who these people are so if we gone through adcar the first time we'll probably have some advanced tracking tools that we want to track the ability with yep so or e either if it's just viva insights or if it is our adoption score or even the um, default uh, audit tools that we get um, those might already work but we might also have gotten some like proper uh, tools to measure things could be so, but, but I think you've got the audit score is one for certainly I mean and you should also in terms of being able to encourage your the right communications you should be able to see whether more and more people are actually holding meetings or if you know how many meetings we held in the last seven days compared to last seven days yeah um, that kind of stuff or how many things are still happening on the wrong applications or how many people are still adding attachments uh, why are we getting no growth on our sharing figures for mm -hmm. OneDrive or yep. anything else along those lines so there's a number of ways of tracking them I, I asked the question a little earlier um, about uh, about things but there's also some of the settings that we can do so for example <clears throat> if people are sharing more of their content from OneDrive and not putting it into MS Teams, mm -hmm. we can reduce the amount of storage space they have. Yes. 
Exactly. So um, you could monitor the average storage and then start identifying those that have got an excessive amount or an over-average storage, try and identify how well they're sharing stuff, Mm -hmm. and then potentially sit there and turn around and say, guys, you're going to end up with less... Yeah. storage so that you don't actually you know you need to move some of your stuff to ms teams same with email yep you can do exactly the same thing so people with over 20 gigabytes or 50 gigabytes just all because they're sending attachments and storing them of course in yeah, their, keeping their them yeah, yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah. There's actually at this um this new project that I'm uh, working on this new customer they have a really good uh, adoption team as well and they've been um going on for on this campaign so every week they do uh, so one week they do uh, email the other week uh, OneDrive the other week um I think SharePoint or Teams um and it was really about did you know that there's also a cost involved in keeping a full mailbox because there's still like energy and processing power that you need wow. in order to do all that. So think about that and make sure that you clean everything up. So you could start putting dunce hats on people. You know, I wasted the company resources. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a certain amount of stupidness from what we're saying. All right. I mean, I think <laughs> no, 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 there it is, only you know, took us one hundred and one episodes yeah, to, to find that out. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. but I think the best idea we had on our list was we we moved them into the basement office. Yes, you're a yeah. bad boy. Yeah, naughty boy, like the head of the the, the room of shame or something. <laughs> yeah. So we have got some some silly things in this list. Mm. All right, but I think there are some some gems there. Yeah. So, I mean, like reducing the OneDrive, if somebody really is excessively storing content, Hoarders. it's not difficult to find out. Sorry? Hoarders. Hoarders. Yes. Hoarders. Yes. yes. I wonder what the hell you were talking about there. Hooters. I oh, no, that no, no, no. Hooters, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, they're kind of extreme things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I, th- I, mean, I think things like identifying people by email and saying, look, I'm sorry, but you know, you have to stop doing this. Yeah. So you're doing a one-to-one or a personal one or yeah. even talk to their manager uh, and say this, if it really is something that you need to resolve and, and deal with. Is um, that also how you deal with laggards? It is. No, not really. I think they need to be given a second chance. One of the, the ideas that we talked about earlier was there must be a way of being able to, for example, identify the person who is uh, in a team with eight other people and still refuses to put messages in. So you you can say he's still sending group emails to the same people in his team. And you're bound to be able to use the Siskits and Rencore kind of tools of this world to be able to build a report that says, is anybody sending emails to the same people in the team that he's a member of? And then they can reply back to them, you know, with a finger that comes out the screen and goes, you need to stop doing that. Uh, <laughs> or some other similar <laughs> message, you know. Yes, yes. Um, uh, I don't know, uh, what would be brilliant, would be really brilliant, is if when you were uh, opening your email and you attach a file, okay, that it actually pops up a box that says, hey, look, there's a better way of doing that. 
That would be awesome. Funny fact is that Microsoft actually announced something like that on, at Ignite. Really? Really. I'm really surprised yes. about that. I didn't know. <laughs> that, that was good. I mean, I'm, I'm, late. Yes. I'm setting you up here because oh, you mentioned uh, it earlier brilliant. and it was superb. But yeah, go on. Go yeah. on about that. So I think that was one of the hidden, hidden gems things, yeah. in, in, in the whole Ignite news waterfall blizzard Halloween kind of thing that that we got so between all that humongous amount of news that came out there was this the news that you're not going to use ones yeah yeah, yeah. i read through all of that and went okay okay <laughs> <laughs> so there was this one message about organizational messages and that is something that you as an adoption manager or success manager will definitely use. It's the ability to let you create targeted um, messages or notifications in products. So, for example, that the example you just gave was um, I'm opening an, an email and I want to send it to somebody internal and I want to add a, an attachment there that it would actually pop up in Outlook with an organizational message saying, hey, there's a better way of doing this. Yeah. Do this in teams. There was two or three. We had to look it up, didn't we? We looked it up. We had to look it up. We looked it up earlier um, mm -hmm. on uh, on one of those, um, on one of the releases. And so, yes, it was organizational messages. Um, and it's, uh, it's part of the adoption pages, yeah. Uh, the adoption score pages. And so you can identify those messages that come through. And what was dead smart about it is the message only comes up if you regularly do it wrong. Yeah. So it uses AI to say, look, I know what you're about to do here. You're about to add an attachment to your email. And we're going to say, stop. And a hand comes up on the screen. And on the hand, it says, send it as a message. <laughs> but yeah, it does. It pops up with the, the yeah. message and says, yeah. there's a better way of doing this. And there was a great screenshot of it earlier where yeah. it sit there. And in fact, it gives you a link. Do you want to send this as a message instead? Boom, open mm -hmm. Teams, and away you go. Well, you can set the message yourself. So you can uh, I, I haven't seen how you can do that. But what I guess is that you will have a condition and if that condition is met, then show this message. Yeah, I think that's very true. But it's certainly on the images I saw, there was a button there that says, look, do you want to go and send the message? Let me open Teams for you. Yeah. So so that was really good. And yeah. So that was excellent. So I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. So forcing them into it um, is obviously one way of doing it. You know, mm -hmm. give them a choice. If it doesn't work the first time around, then force them. Um, because th there's a, a balance here. I had a, a year of, of working in an organization and, and I lost a significant amount of my budget because people were not willing just to do the simplest things to migrate mm -hmm. their devices to Intune, yeah. which was a condition of me. I had a dependency in the project to be able to do that. So, you know, they weren't willing to go into the office and swap out a mobile phone for good reasons for them. Hey, I've got all my contacts on this and I've got all this and I've got all that. And actually yeah. your corporate phone is not supposed to be where you store your contacts, change it out. And, you know, I, the amount of times we had to send people out to remote stations to do it and then they didn't turn up and all that kind of stuff. And so we started thinking, though, you know, I think we need to force people into doing this where we possibly can. We need to say you've got this amount of time and then I'm going to take it away from you. Yeah. 
So I'm not being unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I think that is very important to stress that out. If you're forcing someone to do something, give them like a realistic outlook. Of course. At the end of the day, you don't want to stop people doing their job. No, of course not. Right? No. And they may not see the value in your desire, mm -hmm. in your the state where you say, hey, look, you really want to do this. No, I don't. I'm quite happy <laughs> where I am. Yes. Did I, I don't know whether I told anybody else on the podcast here, but I, I also had a great email from somebody that says, you know, thank you very much for telling me about going to MS Teams. I appreciate it. Uh, but I'm really happy in Skype for Business. So I don't want to move. And it was a beautiful email, mm -hmm. you know. I have all my contacts all nicely laid out here yep. in Skype for Business. So thanks very much, but no thanks. I'm just going to stay as I am. Okay, you know. So it was, uh, dear mother, um, I'm afraid Skype for Business is going to be disappearing soon. Um, yes, we will have a wake and we'll wear our black armbands for a week. But you gotta move, okay, whether you like it or not. But no, it was a really nice response. Mm -hmm. And I got a response back and said, you know, okay, thanks for letting me know. Um, and I so I then said off to the team, guys, is there any way we can move this person's contacts and actually import them into MS Teams for her rather than them losing it? Um, so, you know, uh, forcing somebody is one way. You normally, if you're polite about it mm -hmm. and you're sensible and you make the right course, you're good to go. Yeah. But I'll certainly be trying that organizational messages. I yep. think that's quite yep. neat. Because it is difficult to stop people. No, no, it's just simple. It is difficult to stop people from adding attachments when they've been doing it for 20 years. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. So, But change is always difficult. Yeah, we know that. But there's certain changes that you can... You can make happen. Yes. Yeah, by forcing them. <laughs> it's like yeah. you now having to take your shots every once in a while. Well, yeah, a shot you of need to Jack do that Daniels because otherwise a, you'll die. A shot of this and a yeah. shot of something. Yeah, you can also eggs. choose not to do it, but then you'll die. That's true. That's true. Well, I get very bad arthritis and my legs don't move anymore and all that kind of and stuff. And then you die. And then I die. <laughs> <laughs> so it's easy. Yeah, no. It's, um, no, but it's, it's true. Um, there is a progression here, isn't there? Yeah. So I'm going to force you into OneDrive because I'm going to close down your shared your drive. drive, yeah. End of story. Mm -hmm. It's going to yeah. be read-only from the 17th. Yeah. And so you've got to go to OneDrive. Mm -hmm. Then you can say, I'm now going to remove your attachments because now they're all your contacts in OneDrive. Then you can now... Um, link. Yeah. Link that content. And so there's made these. So there's a certain logic here, but I'm mm -hmm. sure we're aware of all of these things and the way yeah. you work in the Absolutely. organization. Yeah. There you go. So that's in Adcar. Force. Ad Use the force. Ad kafar. That's it. Ad It has to be done after knowledge because they yeah. need to be as prepared as possible yeah. when you do force them. Otherwise, yeah. you know. Or, mm. I mean, it's not really force. It's push them, isn't it? Ad kafar. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's uh, you can push them in in every step of the way. So you can push them yeah, or true. force them with a like you need to listen to this thirty minute video of why we are going to office 365 microsoft 365 sorry about that 
Um, you can force oh, their desire. I'm a VP. I have to call it Microsoft 365. Oh, sorry. Did I say that oh, out loud? I, I saw earlier today, I saw somebody on LinkedIn uh, said, I'm a Microsoft BVP, a business value partner or something like that. It's like, oh, that's so clever of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a question about what we're talking about here for just to finish oh, it off. Sorry, I, know yeah. was, I know you were on a flow, but um, is it... Right. Ethically, I mean, do we think about morally or whatever? Yes. Oh, no, okay. yeah. No, no absolutely. Argument. No, no argue. You've given them the chance once. Yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, they are working for the boss. And if the boss decides that this is the way forward, then you need to do that. If it's unrealistic... If the boss says you need to sit on my lap and uh, do whatever kind of thing. Oh, darling, I'll sit on your lap and do yeah, any kind of thing. Then you can decide for yourself if that's unrealistic. Um, but if, it's, if it is about something like don't send out attachments but link things or use Teams instead of sending emails, I mean, it's not an unrealistic ask. No. And if that is the way we want to go, and the organization wants to move forward because we've got our stakeholders to think about, we've got our profits to contain, then that is what you need to do. So a little force is okay. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there's a certain value in that. Same thing as, where, for example, if every morning you've got a stand-up meeting at 9 o'clock in the morning and there's one guy who always comes in at quarter past 9. What are you going to do? You are going to force him to come on time because otherwise you, he will be fired. The wonderful, adorable Margaret. I used one of my first management jobs. I had a great little team. Mm -hmm. Okay, I had uh, uh, two guys that were just nuts and brilliantly clever and smart and uh, they were constantly trying to outdo each other and uh, uh, and the, the wonderful um, uh, lady we employed from... X, Y, and Z, and then Margaret, who was the original member of the team. And Margaret just could not come in on time. Didn't okay. matter. Yeah. She never cleared a desk of papers. So every, she knew where everything was, but it was all in papers. But she was never there early, regardless. Yeah. Somebody else always had to do the early shift. She was Now, admittedly, she was stayed a little later, but yeah, the amount of times that I took this person through HR <laughs> trying to get her to come in and take yeah. her responsibility... But some people, you got to kind of, I mean, I think in today's day and age, you try and make people fit in to, you know, make their job worthwhile and stuff. But in this particular case, sorry, you reminded me of the wonderful Margaret yeah. trying to get her to come in on time. But you're right, it's disrespectful, it's not fair to everybody else, et cetera, no. et cetera. And so I think you can definitely use force at some point. All right. If you insist, if you absolutely insist, then I will taste that whiskey moraine. All right. Stop forcing me. I give in. <laughs> All right. Let me talk about what we are drinking whilst um, Rangers pause. I just need to finish this water. Glug, 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 glug. It's the only glass I have, so. All right, neat. We are going to Spaceside. Marine. I don't know we are if we're going to Spaceside because I can't open the bottle. <laughs> This in no, 
ouch, he's going to break your teeth on it now. Do you need a man to do it? Because there isn't one in this room. <laughs> well, you talk about it and let me have a go. So, we are tasting the Tom and Tool 16. Uh, Space Sight, Glenlivet. Look at that. He did it from the first try. What a man. What a machine. Oh, does now have to give you some now? Of course. Wait. All right, go on. Where's We're Space Sight. Where's your glass? I'll put it over there. For oh, all right. So, yeah, we're at Speyside. We are at Glenlivet, which is actually a town uh, with yeah, I multiple, I never about that. multiple yeah. distilleries, actually. Including the Including one Glenlivet. the Glenlivet. And there was a, quite a big uproar because they wanted to have the sole right of being called Glenlivet. And the other distillery said, no, we're also here. So, uh, at the end, they um, changed their name into the Glenlivet. But that's a different the, distillery. Is that right? I yeah. didn't know that story. That's a good story, though. Yeah. So they're called the Glenlivet. Yeah. Whereas these are Speyside, Glenlivet in Speyside. So, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So this is um, Tom and Toll. It's called the Gentle Dram. All right. And of Which course, I actually thought was Dalwini. I always thought Dalwini was the Gentle Dram. Well, well mm. uh, yeah, they're all stealing oh, well. stuff now. Yeah. IPR on labels from whiskeys. Mm. Oh, so we ooh. are tasting the 16-year-old. And according to the tasting notes, there should be lots of nuts involved. I kind of get the um, toasty... You know what I, I do get from his Speculos. I know that you guys, unless you're from Belgium, of course, or may not understand. No, these, these days you can get these Biscoffs everywhere. Yeah, and they're Speculos. Yeah. But, but that, that's what I get. So yeah. I kind of get that... Uh, Ginger, cinnamon, touch. Yeah, that's what I got first time through anyway. Okay. I don't. It could get, be the drugs. Don't get any of that. No, I do. I, it's kind of an orangey, gingery on the nose. Very nice, doesn't mm. it? What do you get then? It's a good question. I mean, it's very typical Scottish. I do get, yeah, exactly. So it's it's very typical <coughs> space side, even. Yeah, yeah. Um, In fact, it could even be close to the Glenlivet Distillery. Might be. Might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you actually, have you been to Tim and Tool? Um, because you did space side, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. We drove past it. Okay. Yeah. You didn't we stop. didn't. Uh, no. Um, I can't remember the reason why not. Because there were so many to drive around. Let's be honest. That yeah, area. that is true. There That's is true. there is stacks of them. All right, I'm going in. Mm-hmm. Tum 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 tum. Oh, it's a chewy. Oh, it's, it's a chewy whiskey. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Oh, oh. Uh, is this? Cask strength by any chance? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. It's no. oh, it's a forty percent. It's a, ah, right. it's a tourist class. Yeah. So what did we actually get from here? Wine is just doing a taste as well. Is he going to smile as well? We is. It's a nice drink. All right. So um, the nose was a bit average. We have to say. So I didn't. I didn't actually get the grass and hay and stuff. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, reading the nose, it says it was sweetish. It's kind of fudgy and vanilla. I don't get any of those. It's not very sweet, no. No. Um, but then on the palate, uh, boiled sweets, espresso, 
Macchiano or whatever you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, mm. I was looking forward to ground almonds and stuff when I read these notes earlier, but I don't get those either. No. Are we actually reading the uh, tasting <laughs> notes with the right whiskey? <laughs> I do get that kind of melted butter, though, that kind of granary toast, that... Yeah. That sort of There's some brown bread and, yeah. and, and butter. It's a bit oily. I, get, I do get that. And it is and very it is nice chewable long. as well. It's a nice... It's very chewable, yeah. Nice long finish on it. Hmm. But I still... Yeah, but it's not, it's not an explosion of flavors. No. I mean, I... I, it is very gentle. Apparently, that's what it says on the mm. label. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not very in your face ish. Hmm. I maybe we I should try to try to twenty five. That's slightly maybe. disappointing. Yeah, I wouldn't buy a bottle of this. I like the finish. The finish is long. Um, and it does start to get sweeter. It's a, it talks about barley sugars here. So I kind of mm. get that a little bit uh, after about 10 seconds. Uh, but I don't get almonds. I was really quite disappointed. It was almonds, almonds, almonds right across here from the palate and the finish. And I was thinking I could live with that, but I can't taste that at all but there you go maybe it's gone bad maybe maybe it's been <laughs> stuck in my shelves for so long <laughs> oh well there you go i mean it's not a bad drink um maybe our expectations were higher than uh than the delivery yeah i think so yeah. i mean i wouldn't mm. i mean i probably wouldn't go and buy one but if i had one on the shelf i'd drink it quite regularly i think yeah exactly if, so maybe if this, is if that this would be of... a gift from a dear listener at some point, um, then we might, uh, I might drink this. Yeah, why not? Every once it's in a while. It's not an expensive, it's a kind of 45 euro bottle here. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was much more. I thought it no. was 70 ish. No, I'm, I'm sitting there. Look, it's 47.88 at this moment in time at the Masters of Malt. And I guess that includes some kind of delivery. The 10 year old that we haven't tasted yet is actually less than 30 euros. Okay. So I might now I have to I might say use that for cooking. That uh <laughs> Cyric, uh the the one that tasted like the goat cheese from Tomento. Oh yeah, yeah. That was also a not a very expensive whiskey, but it doesn't have an H statement. It is oh, this one does. Yeah, this one does. But no, yeah. Well, there okay. you go. I'm glad okay. I've seen this bottle a couple of times um at the store down the road thinking, Yeah, I might give that a try, but I'm now glad that we yeah, we waited. Anyway, and as I said, it's not a bad whiskey. I know it's not. No. I think it's just our expectations were higher mm. because we've kind of yeah. held on to it for a while. But you're right. I wonder what the uh, the 25 year old is like. So we'll look forward to that another time. All right, mm. let's wrap that up. Yeah, cool. Well, there you go. Number one of our new century. Episode 101, uh, F in Adcar. And I think that we're trying to basically say, guys, that you have to do whatever it takes to make the change work. And quite frankly, as Moraine said earlier, it's not disrespectful of people if you have to start pushing them down a particular route because the nice route, the one where you give them a choice, the one where you 
persuaded them with nice, happy stories didn't work. No. You know what the F could also mean? Okay. It might also be fear. You might drive with a little fear. You might drive with a little fear. Yeah. Okay. Do this or. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Do this yeah. or. Yeah. yeah, that's true. If you don't do this, we're going to put you on the naughty boys list. No, it's it's like the the um, really bad example when you're a kid and mother's baking something in the oven. Don't touch the glass of the oven, or you will burn. Burn but your that's, fingers. Yeah, but that's a bad example because, because we've all burned burn our, our fingers. fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's quite true, actually. I think that there is a list of, there is a way of saying that, guys, you know, if you keep adding attachments in your email, then, you know, you're going to use up your space. Yeah. And, it, and you don't end up with the tools that allow you to find your attachments. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so maybe there's right. So F for fear. I think I like force. Freaking yeah. do it. Off you go. But anyway, drop it into your change program. All right, if at the end of the day, Whatever you try just doesn't appear to be driving people to your new application. Then find ways of forcing them into it. Mm-hmm. Find ways of forcing them down the road that gets you to your end goal and meeting your uh, change scope. Which you know, at the end of the day, if if adding uh, sharing stuff through OneDrive is a way to go for your organization, then you need to make sure people do it. You know, and find yeah. ways to make it happen because that's what you get paid to do, bottom line. Exactly. Exactly. That is exactly the point. All right. Cool, cool. Well, we are at the hour. Nice. Nice, yes. So we had some fun. Uh, and uh, I think we dropped a few interesting hints and, and tips and tricks in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drank a fairly a drinkable whiskey. Let's be nice about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but yeah. No, we yeah. drink a drinkable whiskey. It's drinkable. And quite yeah. honestly, if I was in the bar and I saw it on the on the shelf and there was, yes. I would certainly buy yeah. it and drink it. Yeah. So we did that. And hopefully we've given you some thoughts about how to get around the, you know, the ad car change journey that doesn't quite do what you want it to do. Yeah. And don't how be ashamed just? Yeah, of actually making people follow the route exactly cool so this is Steve Dolby you can find me on Google and Facebook and Twitter by just typing in Sci Steve S-E-I Steve and uh, I'm there waiting for your messages whatever get in touch help us out tell us where we want to go next we've got another 100 podcasts to do before we get to 200 we're on the journey man yes so anybody who's got any ideas or subjects let us know and we've only been asking you to do this for 100 podcasts. Exactly. And yeah. nobody ever tells us what to do. No, that's okay. That's okay. That means that we can just do whatever we want. That is true, too. That is Nobody's true too. forcing us. I uh, want to point out the uh, We Drams. That's going to continue as well. Moraine yep. is on the run with the new uh, idea. How do you say it? Idea you? framework. Framework. Yeah, that's exactly. the word I was looking yeah. for. So if you've not picked up his uh, eye for inspiration well done uh he says yeah uh then you should do that so and we'll be following up with a bunch more of those uh, over the next coming few weeks so steve dolby saying hi and bye and handing over to moraine 
on episode 101 to go. Bye.